glass of shag. How's it going? How's it going? Oi, we're live in the flesh. It's Zibs. Raw, uncut. And it's your girl, knife fizzle, fizzle if you're nasty. Woo. How's everybody Guys. doing? Ah, I can't believe that we're at episode 49. This is crazy. This is crazy. It's a milestone. I'm happy and proud of us. We did it. Yeah. <sighs> hey. uh. <laughs> How so, do you know what? I'm good. Like, I'm all right. I feel like, as usual, the weeks are just passing by. Yeah. Um, before this, actually, I was on. I was looking at on Twitter, and um, they're waiting for Boris to make an announcement today. Oh, is he making an announcement today? So, yeah, he is. So it, it, well, obviously we record our episodes in advance. So what he's probably going to say is going to impact the next couple of weeks, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, I'm just feeling a bit weird. I don't know. He might be like, oh, another month of quarantine. I don't, mm. Do you know what I mean? I don't even know what the, yeah. the next step is. So it's just a I bit, think it's going to be weird. another three weeks, I think, because in Wales, apparently in Wales, um, it was three that they announced an, an extra three weeks. So it's probably really? going probably to follow suit here. But, um, you know, hopefully things will start to get back to normal very soon. But all we can do is pray, really. It's a weird, it's a weird situation. I feel like I just feel like this whole coronavirus has put everything so much on pause. Yeah. In the sense where I'm not really thinking about the future or I'm not thinking about I need to be... I'm literally just living in the moment. moment. I'm very much living every single day, taking every single day as it comes. Mm -hmm. And I'm just trying to reflect on previous situations. I feel like I'm doing a lot of reflection in terms of my character, who I want to be, like the type of person I am. So, What have you been discovering in the reflective kind of periods? Um, I've just kind of been discovering like the type of person that I am and just Mm -hmm. realising that there are some decisions that I made in the past that I wasn't necessarily proud of and yeah. just learning, you know, how to move and grow as a person, yeah. just the type of person that I want to see, like little traits. I feel like we all have traits that we don't like about ourselves. You know what I mean? And mine would definitely mm-hmm. be like patience. Um, yeah. I would say patience is one of them that I could definitely think of, like just having more patience with things because yeah. I can get, I can get irritated very, very quickly. So just about like learning to kind of like control that and just, you know, just be someone that I'm genuinely like proud of. And as well, like having friends around me that genuinely, you know, support me and just changing maybe like dynamics of friendship. So yeah, I just feel like this period has been a really, really big reflection period, if I'm being honest. That's what I think. What about you? Yeah, so um, for myself, I've been very, very like reflective in myself and like um, the kind of person that I am, the things that I have. And I'm just, try- I think I'm just trying to be a bit more minimalistic. Do you know what I mean? Like mm, I live a bit yeah. more of an intentional life. Like just do everything with like intention. Do you know what I mean? A hundred percent. Like every move that I make, it has to be intentional. Like what is this? what what is this move going to do for like the bigger picture like do you know what i mean yeah like, no a hundred i, I literally was that. have you watched the michelle obama documentary no i need to i'm watching that today though okay. no yeah watched. so i watched that yesterday and literally what 
she said is basically what you just kind of said. Well, it oh. made more. That's what I took away from it. Me and wait, wait, like, me and Michelle watching, are the same person. I need a minute. Me and Michelle are the same no, person. No, me, we, we, as I was watching it, no, no, no. Literally, as I was watching it, I was like, we're the same. We're the same. Like, we're the same. No, like there was one thing she said. She was like, I've done everything right. And like, I'm 20 something now. And, you know, I just don't know what to do. Like, I've just done everything. She was like, I just, she was like, I've done what I was meant to do. And this is me. I've been saying this. I was like, I feel lost. Like, I feel lost. Like, I've done everything. That I was meant, like, I've gone to uni, you know, I've done, I've done stuff. And now yeah, it's like time I to find a job or like navigate yeah. in the real world. It's yeah. like... I didn't really want to do any of this. Like, what is it that I want to do? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I think she really just, in the documentary, she just really, like, helped me. And it was more, I feel like what I got from it was, like, you know what? It's not about what job you want or what, like, what you want to do. Or, like, okay, I want to work for Goldman mm-hmm. Sachs or I want to work for the UN. It's, like, it's literally about the person that you are and yeah. like who you are as an individual and like the impact that you want to make and literally once you figure out and once you reach a point within yourself of you know what like I'm confident in myself I'm confident mm-hmm. in who I want because you know as Michelle Obama she was asked so many questions about like making it as a black woman you know as mm-hmm. a black woman like how did you overcome these challenges like when she was in school her guidance counselor told her like oh yeah you're not going to get into Princeton don't even bother applying like it's way too far mm-hmm. of your reach and and she, she was like, I'm still salty today because of that person. Oh. And she went back to her old school and the principal was like, don't worry, she doesn't work anymore. She's like, of course she doesn't. She of better course not. she doesn't. She, she, better she, not. Was, she was out here ruining my dreams. <laughs> and right. look at me now. So it's like, look at me now. So literally, it's one of them ones where you can't let what other people, like genuinely, like other people get to you or get you down like once you're in a position where you know not necessarily like know what you want to do in life but you know who you are and know what you want for yourself like on a like on a deep level like you genuinely do like literally everything will fall into place so when you're in these positions or you know you're in situations where people want to challenge you they want to challenge your ideas they want to challenge you as an individual your mindset whatever it won't even touch you like it yeah. won't even bother you Amen. because you're just you're in a place where you're just like I'm I genuinely know who I am so yeah. I don't even need to like like what you're saying other people's like, opinions oh, mean nothing to you it, it doesn't even like I know like, who I am so your opinion of me literally is more about you than it does about me period no but it's like fully like we say this but it's genuinely about Believing, believing it that. and like, grasping genuinely concept like and that's the thing once you yeah. start to believe that and encapsulate that you start it's, it all becomes through like lifestyle changes you just need to make small mm. changes in your lifestyle like small disciplines like i realized obviously we're in quarantine and it's it's easy to just sort of let yourself go and just like yeah to like just fall into just a state of just nothingness do you know what i mean <laughs> into a state of nothing so like for myself it's like creating these small lifestyle changes so that I can stay true to who I am as a person even though I can't go outside but in my making my own space reflect who I am and what I want to be as a person no like 100% I need to watch the Obama documentary like no it's so good like for me as well it just made me think about 
like the type of like my legacy, like what I want to yeah, do. And this is something, you know, listen, we should all be like, I always like, I feel like we always speak about this. I don't know. I'm always the friend that is speaking about like legacy, the future, like what I want myself. Like, yeah. I don't know. So make watching this documentary literally just like spark that, that drive back again for me. I yeah, like amen. Been, you know, I've, I lost my passion a bit. I'm not going to lie. I did. Mm-hmm. So it was nice but to watch happens, something though. that happens. We it does sometimes. It's just about picking yourself up again and like getting like not allowing that to sort of take over you. It's like realizing, okay, I had to take a minute. I needed to just to re like re rejudge my mind, re realign my focus. And now that your focus is realigned, that like, you can go for it again, and you'll probably be able to go for what you have, what you want, and be even better at it because you have that newfound fire within you. Do you know what I mean? No, 100%. Because with me, I feel like as well, I feed so much off of energies and I mm-hmm. feel as though the energy around me, which I can't control, it's just so negative. Well, it has been so yeah. negative and so toxic that it's just been so overwhelming. Yeah. And the type of person that I am, like I'm very vocal and like I, I want to change the world so it's very much like when I see things that are going on in the world like stuff for example in China and like yeah. how you know black people are being treated like when I see the reports of you know black people are dying more to do, like this is my field do you know what I mean yeah. like this is my field like this is what I want to change and what I would like to do in life and it's just so frustrating just being here and I feel like sometimes it can take a toll on you like everything just around you just takes a toll like I don't know I feel like I care a lot like we you we care I feel like we care a lot like I care a lot but people don't care people really don't care about what's going on in the world and I don't understand like I am not one of those people that's like oh you know what they don't care so leave them no we need to help them we need to help them (laughs) they know they have to care no i hear you we need to help them i want to touch back on something that you said quickly um before we go down about like helping and the world and stuff um you mentioned sort of something about energies and i wanted to mention like how important it is that making sure the energies that you surround yourself with are healthy and fruitful towards your growth like i remember myself i used to surround myself with not negative energy, but energies that just weren't fruitful towards my growth. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Or towards like yeah. the, journey, the destination that I'm heading towards. So it's so important to keep the right vibe around you. Make sure that the vibrations that you're attracting and that you're giving off are reciprocated. Otherwise they're going to just hold you down, you know, mm. not in like a negative way, but like, do you know what I mean? It'll, it'll stop you from reaching your full potential if you allowed, if you allowed toxic energy into your space. So I think yeah. this is very, very careful to be mindful of what you want to achieve in your life. And if the energy around you is either helping that or hindering that, you need to be able to decipher it. So, um, yeah, that's just one thing that I wanted to say, honey. Be careful who you exchange your energy with, baby. Please. Yeah. So, yeah, in terms of energy, the best way to even decipher whether or not, you know, someone is, has, is giving you good energy or bad energy is literally just think of their name. So I would always like think of someone's name. And if I'm like, Ugh, I know I'm not getting positivity really? from them. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. If I think of someone's name and my first thought isn't something positive, that means I need to distance myself from that person. That's how mm-hmm. I see it. Because it's like, I don't, why am I thinking about you? And it's not positive. It's not like positive, yeah. if it's something negative, if it's something negative, it's like, I shouldn't be having you around me. Not to say that I need to cut something, I need to cut off, you know, our friendship or whatever, because I feel like 
you know, not every single, not every friendship you have means you need to cut off, but distance or just change yeah. the way you move because it's not yeah. everyone you can have like so close to you, if that makes sense. But that's how I do it. I literally just think of the name. Obviously, if you're in an argument, that that's not going to help. But then even still, if I'm in an argument with someone, like it wouldn't give, I wouldn't have like negative thoughts towards them. But yeah, literally no, just think that. of the person's name. Like, if I think of your name and I'm just thinking, oh, this, this bitch. Like, I have mm. never thought about that, you know. What? No, yeah. I've never done that before. What? I'm going to start doing that now. Because the thing is, a lot of time when I think of certain people, I just, I just think about a lot of the emotions that I feel is always love. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm even thinking of people that I haven't spoken to in years. Like, when I think about them, I just feel like an immense pour of love, do you know what I mean, towards their name. So, I don't know, it's interesting. It's true. Because even though I haven't spoken to them in so long, whenever I approach them, the energy is always so positive and so good. So that is definitely mm. is a thing. Like, but I just didn't realize yeah. that was a thing. Do you know what I mean? But that is that's yeah. actually a yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. No, because that that's for me the only way I can really identify it. Because sometimes you're friends with people for so long that mm. you just kind of like deal with things, and it, I just feel like it's not everything you need to deal with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Some things you can just yeah. Others. <sighs> you know but let's get into one of our main topics um, for today so you basically touched on it a bit briefly earlier when you mentioned like how we want to sort of help change the world and do things and how um Mm -hmm. you know it's up to us to sort of bring attention to certain issues that are happening in the world so if you are in in on our lives recently we're talking about the issues that are happening to people of color within china and how there's been a very very quiet or lack of response from the international community towards the atrocities that are happening to people of colour, or not people of colour, sorry, to black people, black people, African people in China, especially in the province of Guangzhou and Guang, I can't pronounce it, I'm going to embarrass myself, I can't pronounce it. No, no, I'm pretty sure you did a very good pronunciation, to be fair. Yeah, so there's two, there's like Guangzhou and like Guang, um, something like that, Dong. Dong and Zong, Zhao, Gong Zhao, that's it. There we go. So yeah, um, it's only been really been touched on by the Human Rights Watch. They have an article on it. And Al Jazeera. And Al Jazeera. But, you know, mainstream news outlets, BBC News, Sky News, ITV News, uh, well, of course, they haven't mentioned it once, haven't touched upon it at any point. So, like, do you have any thoughts? Oh, to be fair, to be fair, do you know what? BBC News have touched upon it. Oh, have they? And The Guardian. Okay, wait. Oh, wow. Oh, I think we should say this. I think... Because I just read the Human Rights Watch this morning. Oh, fair. Mainstream news have touched upon it. However, it hasn't been in the way that I feel like I would have it liked it to be. So, for example, it's not a main story. It's very much a side story. So I feel yeah. like, whereas you would... Whereas you said that comment, it's not because you necessarily um didn't look but you would have to search so the keywords i searched was racism in china black people but if you type racism in china you won't see it do you get what i'm saying mm. do you get me you see it. yeah so when i put racism in china obviously you're not going to see that same black you're not going to see that same article right. that i saw on bbc about the racism but when i type black people then you see it i'm going back so I think that just says a lot about the media. You know, just, yeah. add, that, just add that in. Just add that in there. Just add that in there yeah. for extra effects. Yeah, I know. For me, 
I feel like, obviously, I don't, because of the, so if you're listening to this and you don't really, like, know that much about China, I just want to add a little bit of context, like, within China, obviously, it's a communist society, it's a communist, like, it's a communist country, and their government is very much in charge of everything, like, literally everything, down to the media, like, they control a lot, basically, like, it's government, government to the core yeah. to the point that our podcast could not exist out there like it's yeah like, they would arrest us they, they would arrest us you were not here for me ever again this, and with my name with my name my my muslim first name as well what i'm in the camp straight i know I'm there. <laughs> like i know i'm there I but why well, my mom just walked into my room of fish tacos but you know we move um that is so lovely <laughs> sorry guys but no basically my thing is, yeah, because of the way their media is in China, we don't even know the full extent to what's actually happening to the black people in China. Do you get what I mean? Whatever. Yeah, basically, their attacks are more so aligned with um, the coronavirus. So they're putting heightened measures of on black people. They're basically saying that in Guang, let me actually get what the what the actual um, thing said. They're doing like forced testing, forced quarantining, forced um, um, a lot of forced measures on African people, and and their xenophobic and racist and inhumane treatment. Oh, yeah, go on, carry on. Let me when I find it, I'll let you know. But you can carry on with what you're saying. No, okay. So basically, their def- so within that region, obviously, their defense was that there was a situation where two African um what do you call it, two African patients that had actually t- tested positive for coronavirus had escaped mm-hmm. the hospital and basically really? were now I like spreading the, and were now spreading the virus. So then they then had, so then the authority within the area was like, okay, because of this, we're now doing forced um, coronavirus measures on every single African, basically every African national, like, you get what I'm trying to say, African nationals, Mm -hmm, but, mm -hmm. so that was their response, I feel like their response to this is even, it's racist, because, like, it stems from racism, because at the end of the day, even if, for example, like, the national, the people who escaped their race, they are black, that doesn't necessarily mean that, okay, now we must test every single black person, because I doubt if it was a white person, you would be now doing the same, and I feel like the what they did, it was just basic, it was an excuse, it was an yeah. excuse to, to you know, to, yeah, like, they don't like, like, I'm, you know, when we say, like, oh, they don't like us, like, I, it, this isn't coming from the air, like, you look at journal articles, you look at slavery, you look at the way that China do business in Africa, like, they don't like us, okay, that's why, before when you even use the term people of color and then change the I said yes because we're not yeah. the same I'm sorry we're not the same people need to stop putting us all together because when it comes to you know like this example it just demonstrates that we're not the same they don't see us the same we're not in the same group like on a normal day people like Naya would go to China and you know people would take pictures of her same way when you spoke on our Instagram live of you going to Thailand and people mm-hmm. were touching you they were amazing your private like these are all, this is all what we're talking about. Like, it's part it's of the, the problem. Same. It's not the same. No, no, I'm not just repeating what you're saying. It's not the same. And I feel like what kind of... But why do people think it is? That thing, but the people that tend to say BAME and that people of colour are not black people. 
Because black people all understand that BAME isn't the same thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, ethnic, yeah. do you know what? Like, people of colour isn't the same thing. Like, I don't imagine, when it comes to people actually say the phrase, oh, people of colour, they tend to be, like, Asian or um, Asian, Arab, you know what I mean? They're just not black. Yeah, non-black. Yeah. I think for myself, what thing that I was going to say is, I just found it interesting how there was a lot of silence from Western media because when the child, the virus originally came and it was very, very much racialized, people making very um, touchy, racist, quote unquote, jokes about where it came from, about Chinese people, all this kind of thing. And I remember having, I actually remember seeing this on I'm Just Babe of um, these Chinese kids at school. I'm not blaming the kids at all, saying how they felt um, bullied and chastised against because of they were because they were Chinese and blah, 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 these things were happening at school. And this was, like, this was put on the BBC, do you know what I mean? Like a big platform. But my thing is, like, when it was people, black people are being racially abused, being attacked, being gentrified, being isolated, being like... They don't care! I think she does... It met with silence, nothing but straight silence. Like, I saw a video on Facebook of a man who's got no running water in his apartment. They shut off all the water and electricity. So literally no taps are working, no lights are working. And this is the middle of a pandemic. Like, you need to be able to wash your hands. Like... I need to wash my hands. And it's not even like he's these people are brick. Like their apartment is a very nice apartment. But the land has to start shut down their water so that they can't so they so they can evict themselves. Like what's happening to black people in China is it's so disgusting. It is so disgusting. And I believe it's on like the governments of our African nations to take our people back home. Like literally take get them out. Get them out of China. But this is the and thing vice versa. And vice versa. Chinese people need to leave Africa because you don't respect us. You can't, it cannot be when you come to our countries, you're treated with respect, you're given, you're treated like an equal. But then when we're in your country, you're treated like second class citizens. It doesn't work that way. It's not, I don't, I don't believe in this whole one rule for you, another rule for everyone else. I don't believe it. I don't feel like it's right. So, bish bash bosh. Yeah, it's not. Let's get, get, get on the plane, get on the Boeing 747. <laughs> Quick. The thing is, though, you're completely right. But I think from me and my experience and from my friends and my experiences who, from my friends who genuinely live in China. Like, yeah. there are people, like, I know a lot of people that go to China and have amazing experiences. Like, of amazing course. experiences. I and it doesn't mean that. And I'm, that's, that's the thing. So, like, I don't think it's as easy as nations being like, okay, you guys need to come home because there are people that, that's not, that isn't happening to you. I think what needs to happen is, I think that the relations between the people at the top need to, like, need to, do you know what it is? African, I'm so sorry. Africans, I don't want to say African, Nigerian. That's who I can speak for. I'm Nigerian, okay? I can't speak for anyone else. I'm going to speak, I'm going to speak very vaguely. And yes, this is not based off of any scientific knowledge. I don't care. I genuinely yeah. feel like Nigerians at the top, they care about themselves, okay? When it comes to doing business oh, with other countries, they care about themselves and they don't care about the people. And that translates, especially with, when we're doing business with China, I'm sorry, it, it's shown because um, the people that are actually negotiating the deals, they're very much benefiting, but the people at the, the bottom aren't. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. where this this rule comes in to, you know, there's one way for them and another for us. Like, mm-hmm. pattern up. Do you know what I mean? Pattern up. Like, this isn't something that can't happen. This is very yeah. easy to do. I hear that. But don't you find that even problematic in itself? I shouldn't have to prove to you to treat people that look like me with respect. 
this is what the fact that I have to prove the fact that Africans you don't have to prove you don't have to prove no, but like having to say to a government, literally treat these people. Like, what's going on? Like, pull, having to no, pull but up. You a, need to understand. Like, it's shouldn't different have to, though. Wait one second. I believe that we should treat people with respect. Period. I shouldn't have to tell you to treat people with respect. It should be a natural instinct. From time you've you've seen a video. Or, or you're seeing watching black men being beaten down, beaten up on the streets. You're seeing reports of um of of provinces putting putting in laws that are that are that putting in racist laws that target black people. From the time these things are coming up, you should have said something from ages ago, but you haven't. It's taking we have to get our governments to come and pull up on you. Like no, that's ridiculous. We should, it shouldn't have to get to that stage. That's why I'm saying that we need like whilst the virus is happening anyway, whilst there's a whole pandemic. Everyone should just go back to where they know. Like going back to where they know. I don't agree with that. Everyone is treated looking after themselves. The same way my mom, my mom would live worked in Nigeria. She got when 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 um they started evacuating people, she got on a flight straight back to the UK because she's not everyone can do that. (laughs) Not everyone can do that. That's a privilege. I'm I'm aware of that. I'm aware of that. But I'm saying the government should put something in place so that people that can do that, like it's not a thing where you need to be able to afford it. But this is what you need to understand. Like that's a privilege every single government is completely different and that's what i'm trying to explain to you like with the situation of china it's not china isn't like the uk china isn't like any other country on the planet like genuinely it's not like we will never like, understand you're telling me that african like like for example um the nigerian government could not get a plane to china to take nigerian nationals in china back to nigeria you're telling me that I'm not saying that that isn't something that can happen, but what I'm trying to say, this is someone's home. This is someone's environment. It's not, okay, we're just going to leave and go back home. No, this is their home. You can't just tell people, okay, so because other people, that's like me now being here. Okay, my white neighbor is going to cut off my landlord. So I should go back. My mom should go to Dominica now, or I should go back to like, no, like this is someone's home. This is like where they live. Like Mm -hmm. it's not a situation of, okay, that's not leaving isn't solving the problem because it's these people can just the do this to another my thing is, they can just do this to someone else outside. my thing is a whole pandemic no, I understand so we haven't got time to be start to prove proving our worth to but, then the point, but that that's the thing what you're what you're not trying to understand is it's like the mindset that that you have in China won't work because of culture. Like, it's not a case of you proving to people. You're not proving anything to people. These people have complete, like, and I I think, I genuinely think because you haven't been in the, like, the situation that you're, if you haven't been in the situation, you're not going to understand what I'm saying. But these people, like, genuinely, 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 like, I can't even stress it enough. Do not understand your lived experience at all and it's not something yeah. that they're ever going to understand purely because yeah. you are a minority to to the point of less than one percent like you like to the point of less than one percent to the point of in schools i don't see people like you on tv i don't see people like you in the news i don't see people like you i genuinely have no idea like they don't they don't see it how we see it so it's not a case of oh mm. you need to prove yourself they generally don't know when i was in uni guys and i was the only black woman black woman in my class out of like 300 okay and i'm mm. working in a group with 10 other chinese students who can't speak english trust me mm. i had to have conversations with them 
I had to. What did you say? My friend, he, like, I was his first black friend. So there was a lot of things I had to teach him. Like, and he went, he he was Chinese. Cool. He's met me when I'm doing work. We're talking. So obviously, as we're talking and stuff, that's when I'm realizing, like, he generally doesn't know anything. Like, what were you saying? Like, what were you, when you guys were talking, like, what did you say to him about, like, racism and that stuff? Like yeah. That? So I'm like, yeah, I'm like, why do you guys not like us? And he was like, what do you mean? Like, he was like, I have no problem with you. I was like, do you guys not? So I explained to him, like, the treatment of, like, black people. And obviously around this time, I spoke about, like, Muslims and Africans. And, like, he was literally explaining to me, he just didn't see it that way. Like, they just genuinely never, they just, the policies that were happening, because the policies that happen in China are so extreme anyway, like, when they're happening to other races, they don't see it as racism. Like, he didn't see it as racism. He just saw it as, like, these are just policies. Because so the younger Muslim thing. So in China, it will be phrased as like, if you don't agree with this law, you will go to a concentration camp. Do you get it? So yeah. part of the law, like religion and culture and identity are parts of the law. What? Yes, that's what I'm trying to explain to you. They're parts of the law. So he's seeing it as they don't they don't that's so those people that are there, it's because they don't agree with the law. But then I have another Chinese friend who's like very, very woke and like a rebel. And she's like, yeah, yeah the government ain't. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like, no, no, no. Seriously, like, seriously. Like, she doesn't even want to go back. Like, put, yeah. like if she speaks, she's one of those people, like, when she speaks out about stuff, like, she knows she's going to receive backlash. Like, her family are going to, they may receive, like, some form of sanction. Like, <gasps> something may impact on her, like, her dad's job. Or she, Like, no, like, oh, it's serious. You're serious rebels. No, this is what I'm saying. Like, things are serious out there. So when things are happening, people, like, for example, him, he wasn't seeing it as racism. He was just seeing it as what they're doing is illegal. It's against the government. And like, he didn't have a problem with that because for so long, he, he was just taught and, you know, through every aspect of his life, like the government way is the way, this is the way, like this is wrong, this is right. If it's not against it. So it's like, it can happen to anyone. Could you imagine that? You no, couldn't. I could not. Could, every single thought, every it's single not. thing that you watched. But everyone's just quiet about it. Because trying to control it, you can try and listen to it. If I was living in China, I wouldn't be. I I would be doing what I could to support those, but I wouldn't necessarily be fighting on the front line. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. Because no, no. I'm not trying to die for, for this. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to die for this. Personally, like, <laughs> like I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not gonna, gonna die, die for these people. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna die because I'm speaking up about all of these things and and like because of pe- people that. Like, no, like, like too many people have false outrage. Like even in our own place of rest in the UK, black people are dying. That black women are four times more likely to die because of coronavirus than their white counterparts. Okay. And we still don't know why. We still don't know why. We don't, we haven't got the answers. The thing is, I have a few assumptions as to why I think it's the case. Why black women okay. are more at a higher rate? Personally, okay. I think one reason could be because of um, we tend to be more in the frontline work. So a lot more black women working as care workers, what all work as nurses, or work in mm-hmm. the professions that would be at the front. At risk, yeah. yeah, yeah, at risk. So that's that's the only way I can understand that we're contracting the rise at a higher rate. 
But when we're dying from the virus at a higher rate is a bit scary because surely yeah. we're getting the similar treatment that, you know what I mean? Like, this, why, why aren't we dying? Yeah, this is what I, see, that's the thing. Like, as much as I even agree, yeah, like, black people definitely, we are, um, in terms of the work and where we are at in terms yeah. of NHS and stuff. But then when you look at the percentages of, like, black people, and when you look at the percentages of staff, when it look at, when you look at the NHS, mm-hmm. we're not the highest percentage of workers within yeah. the NHS. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're not. Black people, we're, in general, a minority with a society, like a thousand yeah. percent a minority. So when you then look at the dying, it's like, how do we come to the top here? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> how do we like, like how are we how are we number one there? But when it when you look at other other aspects, like I get that, but at the same time, I just don't. I don't. Do you know it. what I mean? Like I don't, and I feel like it goes back to what we were talking about on the podcast with on body positivity, on, like, can I be fat on social media, and a couple of our other ones where mm-hmm. when it comes time to, like, medical, like, sciences and medicine, like, marginalised groups within society, especially black people, we're just very much overlooked. Yeah, from 100%. journals to research to diagno- diagnosis, 100%. like, everything. Because 100%. you're right, that could only be it. Like, how is it that there's... So there's less of us... And but we are in this field, but still not a majority of us. We're still not the majority of that field, but yet we're four times more likely to die than the majority. It makes no. It actually makes no. Like when you deep it. Like I'm just like I'm sitting here. I'm trying to trying to understand. Trying to understand. Like and can can we hear that? Black women are four times more likely to die from coronavirus and no one's talking about it. No one's talking about it. No one's talking about it. It's, it's not on the news. People of colour, stay inside, though. Stay at home if you can. Listen, you when Boris says... To, home. When, when Boris, Boris says... says to go outside, ignore him! Stay in! Ignore him! Stay in! Ignore him! <laughs> because stay in your house... The same way he's staying inside, or his family is staying inside, is the same way you should be too. On God, okay? On God. And I don't make mean to make this very morbid or anything, but like there are people that are like passed out, like on their toilets right now, and people don't know. Like people <gasps> don't like people yeah. are di- like people are dying. Like they released the um, care home statistics, and a lot of people are dying in care homes. A lot of people do not listen. Check on your loved ones, please. Even my, like even my neighbor, like I had to go check on him the other day. I don't even like my neighbor that much, but I've gone to check on him. It's the only time since this virus has gone down, just because listen. I don't want him to be alone. And it's obviously it's it's scary out there, you know. He's vulnerable, so give me like a check on my Caucasian neighbor. You, you can do the same. You, listen. Listen. But no, I think the government just needs to do... I think we as black people just need to do more. I feel like I'm sick and tired of complaining about, oh, the government doing this. The government isn't going to do shit for us. We just need to make our yeah. own businesses, do our own thing, and just grind. And when they see us shining, then they'll realise, oh, you know what? I should have took their issues more seriously. Because I'm, <laughs> no, I'm not trying to be on BBC News and them talk about... Oh, the, like I, they don't care. I'm, I'm not trying to be a black person. 
fifteen years, I ain't doing that shit no more. Like, I'm I've tired. Didn't they don't care. Stop doing that. So I ain't do. I ain't doing it. People, look, we need to stop doing that. We need to take a black person or not. I'm not on it. I'm not on it. Like, I'm just um, not, I'm not about supporting, supporting that. Like, I've deeped it. I don't think I can support things that are anti-black anymore. I don't think I can watch BBC News. I'm telling you. I don't think I can watch BBC News anymore. I don't think I can even endorse these, these things because they're just, they don't care about me. Can we deep it? Black, black women are dying. Four times. And no one's speaking. And no no one's speaking. No one cares. Medical racism. I will never so... forgive you lot for this, you know. I will never forgive what? you lot. I will never forgive you lot for this. I will never forgive you lot. Every single time I come on this podcast and talk about black women, black women, black women. This is what I mean. This they could Naya, you know, do you know what I teach? I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm speaking so much today, guys, but I'm actually fuming. I just need okay, to I am fuming. Yeah. They could they could literally be killing us in the road. Like they are killing us. They are killing us. Dana, there was a whole black woman. And people right? don't care. People don't care, Naya. Dana, let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you this story, yeah. There was a whole woman, black woman, who lived in, like, South London. She caught coronavirus. She was in, she was bedbound. Her husband called 111. They said for her to stay there, not to leave the house. Had to quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. She started throwing up. She was getting worse and worse and worse. She called 999. An ambulance came. They basically did the check, said, yep, she's got coronavirus, she's got to self-isolate, la, 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 la. Gave him the... Self-isolate? Um, yes, gave them the report through the door, letterbox. They put it through the letterbox and then left. Left her in the house. Best believe the woman died. The woman passed away in her house and she had a son, five-year-old and a husband, and she died. Why? Because they didn't take her seriously. They didn't take her issue seriously at all. It's ridiculous. This is the thing, you know, I, I am not... This is the thing, like, that situation, it just makes me so angry because mm. there's no way I'm listening to the one one one. I'm sorry, I'm not. Hundred percent. Like, what do you do? This is also- what do you do? Like, this is the advice you're getting from. This is the medical advice you're getting. I'm going from to the hospital. I'm going to the hospital. I'm making fucking noise. I'm making fucking noise because, so like, just just for me, that's how I think I would have dealt with the situation. It's like mm. I can see that this person is sick. Them state they need medicine. She's medicine. She needs some milk. <laughs> she needs, like, if you know what coronavirus is and you know that someone has got coronavirus, telling them to stay home is not going to It's not what's going to happen. Help. This is what a person of colour was told to do and then someone died and then no one cared. Listen, you know people I mean? of colour, no, 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 I know no, I know exactly what you mean and that's terrible and I feel like people of colour, not, not people of colour, black people, sorry. Black if people. you're listening to this, if you're listening to this and you, you, someone you know or a family member you know has caught corona or maybe they've got symptoms get tested i'm sorry go and get tested i got tested recently actually go and get oh, tested yeah. i do the dri- the drive through one if you can do it if you can't do that go to the fucking hospital make noise if you have to make noise and you have to t- and you have to literally p- beg and plead for them to take you seriously i'm sorry i feel like we have to do that we're at a stage where we generally have to do that we have to be like she needs help if you have to sit there all day that's what you're going to have to do I'm not saying it's right. It's a hundred percent not right. They're treating us mm. terribly. It's disgusting. It's so disgusting. It's appalling. Shocking. We hate it's to see shocking. it. It's shocking. It's not even shocking. It's not even shocking. It's what it's it is. Not. Yeah. You know what it is? It's it's good because now we actually have. 
there's we have the proof to show what everyone's been talking about. Like we've always been speaking about medical racism. We've always been speaking about the underrepresentation of black people in the medical field when it comes to research, when it comes to actual practitioners, when it comes to um, when a black person even enters to, to seek help from medical professions, how they're treated. So we've been talking about this, but now during this pandemic, we're seeing textbook proof evidence of the disparity of yeah. death between black women and non-black people. We're actually seeing the concrete evidence. So you can't fault this. You can't knock this. Do you know what I mean? You can't. But obviously can't. we're still in the height of the pandemic. So I, I believe that this is going to, ha- as sad as it is, this is going to have to be like a hindsight conversation. Like, what did we learn? From this from the pandemic do you know what i mean like that's the only time where it's going to be like okay cool let's take this seriously but in the meantime like as people of color because we are aware that this is happening for us as as awareness we just need to move we have to do more have to move different. we have to move different we have to be even mm-hmm. more we have hundreds, to hundreds. don't go out if you don't need to like we need to do what's best to keep ourselves safe because if they're not going to they are not going to yeah i'm sorry to tell you this yeah, my friend they're not going to so we have to look after ourselves so that was sort of like i think on the whole thing like medical racism is real and black people black black people of color we need to be safe i understand that a lot of people a lot of the time we want to go to the park and like exercise all that kind of thing that's fine exercise but just to be careful and be mindful be mindful of what of what could potentially happen if you do catch the virus if you do get sick just be mindful so yeah Yeah. yeah and I, I don't i don't we're not saying this for you guys to like live in fear that's yeah of course not no no want. live your best life honey indoors yeah oh i actually had a question um because you said you yeah, got tested how did you like how did you go about getting tested so I went on the NHS one one no I didn't go on the NHS one one I went on the gov.uk website and then I just mm-hmm. basically made a self referral and right. through that I was able to book an appointment same day went with my mum um and yeah we were just able to get tested they and it was it was very quick and easy less than ten minutes loads of slots available um I. When I did apply to do it, they were doing home kits, but I don't think they're doing them anymore because I think they ran out. Um, but no, it was really, it was really good and easy. I would recommend doing it just because people peace don't know that you can get it. Yeah, peace of mind, hundred percent, hundred percent. But my thing and is, just so even you know if you get it and you're negative, sorry, okay, you can still get it. That's what I'm saying. Just so you know that the practices that you're doing are working. Oh, uh, okay. So you can still get it afterwards. Even after you the test. Um, I mean, that's the thing with these tests, though. So, like, if you've got coronavirus and then mm-hmm. you're... So, say, for example, you had coronavirus and you don't mm-hmm. have it anymore. So, like, mm-hmm. me and you could have had it and we do a test and we're negative. But because we didn't know we had it... Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, you had you don't really better, know... I get yeah, it. Yeah, like, I, I, don't, I don't know. It would it, it would just be, like, negative. So I feel like it's the same thing kind of with, like, a chlamydia, you know? Like, people <laughs> take... Chlamydia, you know, you're, you're, you're negative. <laughs> like, you're negative. Like, say, for example, you're negative. Yeah. Like, say, for example, you, you're negative chlamydia, like, or whatever. You're not going to now, like, just be having sex with no condoms. Like, I'm still going to... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm just going to be more... Mu- because I've, I've been out of my house. Do you know what I mean? I've been out of my house. I've gone for walks, whatever. I know, like, I've been doing things so I don't have a garden I have to, I don't have that luxury so I'm, I'm like getting out I like going for walks mm-hmm. so of course it just makes me 
it will just make me know that like, okay, me washing my hands is actually working. Me having these regular showers or being like, everything is just, you know, I just feel like that's what I needed from it. But obviously you can get it again, but that's with anything. Like we could all get tested tomorrow and then someone else has it and then someone could get it. And it's just like, ah. But one thing I would say that I realized we actually haven't touched on is building your immune system. I feel like that is actually really important yeah. during this time. It's, it's, it's okay to stay at home, but also being bad at being just at home is equally as bad for you because you're not actually coming into contact with good and bad bacteria. So you're actually weakening your immune system just by staying at home. Like you do need to go out and get fresh air. Like you do need to do that. Like you need to go out and you need to, you know, like we our body can't just sit dormant it can't yeah, stay dormant like you it needs to, can't sit dormant you need to you be having it. like yeah. you know stuff that's good for vitamin c you know like doing exercise <laughs> like exercise take, yoga and tours yeah i take i do i take vitamin c vitamin d and vitamin i think it's b3 b3 that's good that's good and then i, I have, think i take um, do you take folic acid you were telling me about this yesterday, actually. I haven't taken that. Yeah. Can you remind me what that is again? It's Folic acid is like iron. It's like it's a good prenatal vitamin. So if you're like a girl, oh, anyone could take it to be honest. It's good for iron and it's good for your coochie coo as well. But like when I when I, I notice when I take folic acid every day and I go on my period, I notice my period is a lot lighter and it's a lot nicer. Really? So, you know, yeah. It's a lot. I don't know. I just I just enjoy. It might just be a mental thing, but I've I noticed that difference. But I also take evening primrose as well. Which is also good for your coochie coo and um, vitamin D as well, good for your hair now, that kind of stuff. I like to mix and match, but just it's just good yeah, to keep yourself no with vitamins. It's so good for you. Like I don't understand smoothies. Oh I don't know. I think like and that's the thing. Vitamins aren't mad. Like the, <laughs> water and you just you know like it does a lot for you and it's, I don't think they taste of anything. They, it's not like right? they have taste or anything. It's just like, right. Mm. It does more harm, good than harm. Why didn't you take it? Yeah, a lot more. I don't, get it. I don't know. Go to your vitamin store. Go on Holland and Barrett's. Amazon have some. Mm, I'm not supporting Amazon, but how, Holland. Why and are you supporting Amazon? Because I feel like the owner's problematic. Jeff. Yeah. Really? How come? Yeah. Like, there's been a lot of um, talk about the way unfair treatment to his workers and them not getting paid enough. Mm. Um, a lot of stuff to do with like workers' rights. That is stressful, man. And Amazon is the only thing that's keeping me afloat this, like, period. So for them to be moving mad is just stressing me out. No, but they've been. They've been moving mad. Like, oh there's my been... Oh, God, I can't cancel Amazon. <laughs> no, there's been. Like, there's... that's the thing. The fight, that's that's why sometimes you have to figure out if you're really ready for this fight against... Yeah, blissful ignorance. Life, you know, blissful because ignorance. everyone... Everyone... <laughs> everyone is low-key crazy. Everyone is low-key problematic, in it? So just sometimes it just makes me willfully ignorant. There are so many things I just choose to ignore. But just, yeah, listen, fam. Fam, you know, I was just sitting here and I typed Amazon worker. Employment at Wokegong Amazon warehouse dies of COVID-19. Oh, all right. Yeah. Thanks, Amazon guys. Amazon told workers paid sick leave doesn't cover warehouses. Oh, like their warehouse workers are going through it, and they're the key ones. They're the ones that we care about. Oh yeah. my god, this is stressing me out. Yeah, Amazon workers strike over virus protection. Oh gosh, all right. 
So guys. That was the tea with a slice of shay. Don't worry, the next episode will be great. Oh my god, oh my god. We have a huge announcement. Naya. Yeah. I know this bitch doesn't know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) I know this bitch has no idea. Why are you talking about? No, take it away. Oh my god. (laughs) Okay, so obviously our 50th episode is going to be coming out. It's going to be coming out on the 20th of this month, the 20th of May. And we basically Mm -hmm. said that from the 40th, as a like a celebration, basically, just in because we're just really happy about, you know, our 50th episode, we're going to be doing a series of lives um prior to the lead up of the 50th episode and yeah so stay tuned for that obviously we've got a live next week as well as usual this episode will be up and yeah just we're really excited to do that i know naya forgot but it's fine (laughs) do you know what it is yeah i remembered but i just wanted to make sure that you knew that's exactly what it's yes uh-huh uh-huh okay well that was the tea with the slice of shade thank you guys so much for like keeping it real with us but like honestly i feel like i really needed to get all of this off of my chest because i'm you tired have a of lot people to about do you know what it is i feel like a lot of people have been really fake during quarantine as i said before in terms of like putting out oh my god life is going so good but it's not it's not it's not it's not, it's not. And that's fine. Do you know what I mean? That's fine. fine. But like, it's not. Let's just talk about it and get it all off our chest, which is good. This is what we're here for. Yeah, we need to. We need to talk about things and just get them off our chest. It's not every single day that we need to do this. Do you know what I mean? But we need to actually take time to just sit and reflect and be like, you know what? Shit's actually going on in the world. What can we do about it? What's our solutions? And how can we actually make this world a better place? So, yeah. But anyway, guys, thank you guys for listening. I will see you guys in our 50th episode. Bye-bye.